This is Cliff Mass, and welcome to my weather podcast. Each week, I talk about current weather, provide a forecast for the weekend and beyond, and give you more details about an interesting weather phenomenon. It's Friday, October 16th, and let me tell you about the forecast for the coming weekend. Now, I'll be explaining something I haven't talked about before, a dirty ridge. It's not obscene, but a dirty ridge is going to affect our weather for the entire weekend. Well, today it's windy, and the reason it's windy is an is a disturbance. A low-pressure center is moving north of us. It's drawing up air, southerly air, over Puget Sound in western Washington. So some places, especially near the water, will be gusting to 30 to 40 miles per hour. So be kind of blustery today. Temperatures will get up to typically in the mid-60s, so it won't be that cold. And there certainly will be a few showers around this afternoon. So it's an okay day. Now, Saturday is going to be a break. I expect it to be mostly cloudy, but not too much rain. Uh, But cool air will be coming in behind that disturbance. And so temperatures will only rise into the mid to upper 50s. So relatively cool. You'll need a sweater, but you will be able to do things outside. Now, late Saturday into Sunday morning, an upper level disturbance with a surface low pressure center will be moving into us. So I expect showers you know, late in the evening on Saturday, Sunday morning, definitely showers. And uh, I think it'll be on the order of 50 to 60% chance of rain as the uh, midday on Sunday. So quite a few showers and will be enhanced on the windward side of the mountains. Um, temperatures on Sunday, maybe 61. And then after that, as we get into Monday and Tuesday, we have relatively cold air over us, the 50s. I think it'll be partly cloudy and not too much rain. Now, let's get back to that dirty ridge. The weather pattern that we have right now is a ridge, an area of high pressure is over the eastern Pacific. And on two sides of of a ridge, the winds go in different directions. On the west side, the winds tend to be southwesterly, and on the east side, they tend to be uh, northwesterly. So we have this northwesterly flow that's coming down. And the ridge is far enough offshore that weak disturbances are are able to undulate down that northwesterly flow. And when they come in, they give us a little shower. So that's called a dirty ridge. Now, if you had the ridge right over us and all the weather systems are shunted to the north, that's a a normal ridge that gives us dry conditions. So this this is a pattern that... You know, it does give us clouds once in a while, once in a, once in a while showers, but nothing serious. An interesting thing is that this kind of high pressure uh, northwesterly flow over us is very typical of La Nina years. And I've talked about that before uh, in, in my blog and other places. Uh, we look like that we're going into a La Nina year. The Pacific Ocean is cooler than normal. Uh, that tends to build a ridge offshore and gives us this northwesterly flow that's usually colder than normal, and we tend to be wetter than normal and snowier than normal. So the pattern that we see the next few days is very La Nina-esque. It's a little early for it, but it does have that look. Anyway, enjoy the, enjoy the weekend, and I think next week, you know, should be generally in the 50s, some showers on and off, but nothing serious.
Weather doesn't end with the forecast. Now let's talk about the special weather topic of the week. Have you noticed the mornings have been relatively mild this fall here around Western Washington? If so, you are right. Look, let's look at the minimum temperatures at SeaTac Airport over the last few months. It's been running three to eight degrees Fahrenheit warmer than normal. Stunningly, at SeaTac, not a single day, not one, has reached its normal minimum temperatures. It's been warm in the morning. But why has this been the case? The reason is probably something we call the blob. Now, I didn't come up with this name. The blob is an amusing term coined by Dr. Nick Bond, who serves as state climatologist. And it represents an area of warmer than normal water over the eastern Pacific, right offshore. Now, we've had this kind of warm water for the last several months. Now, why does this warm up the air? Well, for most days during the summer and fall, in fact, much of the year, the air reaching western Washington has been over the Pacific Ocean. So if the Pacific is warmer than normal, so is the air temperature over western Washington. And that is particularly true in the morning. Now, why do you think the minimum temperatures are more sensitive than the maximum temperatures to what's going on in the Pacific Ocean? Well, the reason is this. Uh, during, the, during the night, of course, the air comes in off the ocean, and if the ocean's warm, it warms us up. So it's really, everything's happening near the surface. But during the day, the sun heats the surface, and that causes mixing over land, and it mixes down air aloft, air as high as one to two kilometers down to the surface. And the air aloft is not as influenced by the ocean surface. A lot of other things affect the temperatures aloft. So the minimum temperatures are more sensitive to the sea surface temperatures than the maximum temperatures. Now, the warming effects of the blob is really most apparent west of the Cascade Crest. And the reason for this is clear. We tend to have a marine type of climate. There is a marine influence at low levels west of the Cascade Crest. That marine influence has trouble getting across the Cascades into eastern Washington. Eastern Washington has a much more continental climate, and that's because it's isolated from the marine influence. Now, another question you might ask is, why has the blob strengthened during the last few months? Well, the reason is that the atmosphere has been stuck in a pattern with high pressure aloft over the west coast and a trough of low pressure offshore. Now this pattern with a ridge near the coast and a trough offshore tends to produce enhanced southerly flow from the south that has brought warm air northward over the eastern Pacific. And that has also, this pattern has also weakened what we call cold water upwelling on the along the coast. Now, northerly atmospheric flow along the coast, winds from the north, which are very typical during the summer normally, they act on the Pacific Ocean and they tend to push 
water away from the coast near the surface. And so northerlies tend to act on the ocean surface. The water tends to leave the coast near the surface and cold water comes up from below. Now, when the winds switch direction to southerly, that means from the south, the upwelling is prevented and that leads to warmer temperatures near the coast. So the bottom line of all this is we have this warm water because the atmospheric configuration, the highs and lows, is an anomalous, unusual pattern. Now, the question that a lot of people might wonder is, will the blob continue? Do we expect warm water to remain off the coast? Well, I would not bet on it. We expect La Nina conditions this winter. La Nina occurs when you have colder than water, warmer along the, the, tropical, the central tropical Pacific, and that tends to cause a perturbation, a change in the weather patterns over the whole northern hemisphere. The pattern that La Nina is typically associated with is high pressure over the Gulf of Alaska, and that in turn produces cooling northwesterly winds along the coast. So I have no expectations for this winter, with being a La Nina winter, for the warm water to continue. It could, but the odds are against it. This is going to be bad for the blob, but it's, be, it's going to be very good for all of you who are skiers and who enjoy some snow because we can expect, because of La Nina, better than normal snow in the Cascades. I hope you enjoyed my, my little discussion. Take care. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Feel free to send me your questions or any topics you would like me to cover. This podcast will be available every Friday morning on my blog and major podcast platforms. If you would like to support this podcast, feel free to use the Patreon link on my blog. See you next time.